Welcome to my channel, my name is Dr. Tom LeHue and we're gonna be talking about type fives today. And we're gonna be looking at the book by Beatrice Chestnut, The Enneagram Guide to Waking Up and one of the little paragraphs she has about type fives and their fear of connection, which can lead to loneliness. Um, as I mentioned in all my videos, in the description below is a link to my website, tomlahue.com, where you can book coaching appointments, Enneagram coaching appointments, or relationship, relationship Enneagram coaching, uh, however I can help you, I'm available. And there is a link on my website to the certificate classes, the training that I offer, if you're interested in studying more about the Enneagram and learning how to use it to coach other people or just for personal benefit, I'd love for you to be a part of one of those training classes. And also there's a page uh, for events. If I could come to uh, meet with your team and uh, train your team, uh, your staff, on how to uh, understand themselves better and to be more productive, I would love to do that live and in person or via Zoom. Um, so all of that is available on my website. All right, let's talk about uh, chapter five, or chapter five, about fives and this, this conflict or this uh, difficulty between withdrawing and then engaging with other people. And so, you know, fives would typically come across to the rest of us as maybe a withdrawn type. Like you like your personal space and we get it. You like uh, to inhabit your own space and can get a little nervous if other people are invading that space or become intrusive in that space. So let's just see what she says and we'll try to talk about it a little bit. A fear of connection leading to loneliness. What comes up in your mind when you hear that word connection? What comes up in your mind when you hear that word loneliness or being alone? Because chances are you probably do good at being alone. You've probably learned or adjusted to being okay being by yourself. Um, but there is no doubt a desire as well to engage with people in a way that feels you know, not overwhelming or in a way that feels that feels good. You clearly don't like people to invade your space. Is that true? You don't like people to invade your space. And what exactly is your space? Your office, your desk, your room, your house? How much space around you is your space? And what does it feel like when people get too close? What does it feel like when people become too loud or too demonstrative or too over-engaging or too uh, obligated or obliging to you? How does that feel? Does that feel like you're you're being pushed into a corner? Does it feel claustrophobic? What what feelings would you how would you describe that? To control your time. I always think about fives and that word independence and not wanting to be controlled, not like an eight, but not wanting to be invaded or intruded or overwhelmed or overshadowed. Your concern uh, about preventing this, about preventing others getting in too close and too demanding and making demands upon your, your attention and demands on your energy could dictate many of the choices that you make in life. Whether you say yes or no, whether you go out or whether you decide to stay in, whether you engage with someone or whether you uh, volunteer conversation with somebody. Uh, how much of it goes back to this desire? Like, I don't want people to invade my space. I want to remain uh, an island or distinct, or I want the edges to be firm and sharp around me so that people don't overwhelm my space. You've probably developed a capacity to feel well, or even very well, with yourself when you're alone. Um, 
good. That's probably a good thing. You know, I wish I was better at that. Sometimes when I get alone, I feel kind of like uh, bored or I feel a little frustrated, like maybe I should be doing something else. Um, I start to go a little stir crazy. Um, and sometimes I can, I can be uncomfortable being alone. Like maybe I ought to be attending to someone else or I ought to be doing something. But I'm a seven, I'm not a five. So are you okay being alone and being by yourself? Does that make you feel nervous or do you feel, um, do you feel like you should be doing something else when you're alone by yourself? Um, however, most likely you uh, have a big unconscious wish to be able to connect with people more deeply. So it seems that there's like a paradox there. Like I enjoy my time alone, but I also want to be engaged with other people, but does it on my terms in the way I want it to go down? I don't want to be stuck or to be trapped or to be caught, you know, on someone else's timetable, on someone else's agenda um, and be held captive to what they want to do today or how they want to interact today. Explore how these conflicting wishes, always wanting more time alone, but secretly wanting to feel more connected uh, to people operates in you and how it makes it hard for you to relate uh, to others. And what kind of message do other people to get? Do other people get this mixed message of like you're sitting out there in the room with everybody, but when I talk to you, you look like you're irritated. You're sitting there at the table with all of us, but if I try to engage with you, you give me one word answers. Like, it's fine, it's okay, it's no problem. Um, do you want to engage? If you want to engage, how, how, how would you present yourself in such a way to give a clear message that you were wanting to engage? If you are wanting to have a community around you of support and encouragement, and if you're wanting conversation and all those things with the people around you, you might have to do more than just put yourself in their presence. You, what would you have to do? You would have to begin conversation. You would have to enter conversation. And that could make you uncomfortable because what if you don't get to pick the topic? What if the topic is already selected? Are you able to stay on the topic that everybody else is talking about? Can you interact in a way without maybe dumping a lot of information or without challenging people on their information? Can you comply to the conversation that we are having. Now, obviously you have a right to steer this conversation like everybody else does, but steering is different than dominating the conversation. And notice you might have a tendency to either withdraw or to become too assertive. And it may be difficult to find yourself in that compliant space of being able to engage with others in a way that feels comfortable to them in a way that feels meaningful to them, to interact in conversations in a way that feels compatible to them. And that might be something to work on. It might be something to help you move toward that goal of being more connected and not seeing yourself so much like an island, but more like a, um, you know, a person in a family or more like a person in an office with other employees as one of the group. All right. Well, interesting stuff. And as always, be present to life and I'll see you next time.